We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Danielle McCartney. Sports Radio sports fans i am danielle mccartan danielle at dinner time as i just ate my own here in the studio uh seems to be the super utility around here that's what i am the super utility player i'll be talking all things new york sports with you right up till 10 p.m here in new york city and beyond and whenever you're doing at the moment i appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the rest uh, of the evening, the next couple hours. So whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFAN.com, or our free Odyssey app, thank you, thank you. Of course, we are here in the Big Apple. And Paul Rosenberg and I are coming to you live from the <laughs> Boomer and Geo studio, actually, today. A little switcheroo today. Go ahead, start dialing at 877-337-6666. Taking your calls right here in this first segment. Get aboard. We got Ricky Ricardo behind the glass. What's going on there, Ricky? He's laughing. Uh, I want to say happy, take a second to say happy holiday weekend to you and yours. Uh, We, you and I, we're going to be together a lot during this week. Today, tomorrow, on July 4th, and again on the 6th. So I will save all of my, and you too, save your happy 4th of July. We've got plenty of time for that, okay? Today, it's just a regular old Sunday with a lot going on. And uh, number one being, you know, the, um, oh, by the way, just now, breaking news, Pete Alonzo has been uh, selected to his third career All-Star game. Pete Alonzo, breaking news right now. Right now on the TV, on the selection show, Pete Alonzo has been named to his third career All-Star game. Um, well, that's good news, I guess, because there wasn't much of good news in the Yankee game uh, today. Uh, first, well, first, I shouldn't say that. First, I was really studying Garrett Cole today because, you know, he didn't have a great, a great outing last time out. It was the Rangers, of, of course, okay, but it was the 25th of June, and he four and two-thirds was not up to Garrett Cole's standards. Nine hits, three runs, a walk, seven strikeouts on 107 pitches. Fine. By the way, Alonzo has a reserve. Make sure we get that straight. As a reserve, not a starter. Um, but, you know, in, game, in games, going into today, in games pitched by Garrett Cole, the Yankees were, were 13 and four, which is pretty good. But now they're 13-5 and five because they didn't really hit and they didn't really score many runs today. But as a pitching performance today, Cole was a little better. He did improve upon last time. He did go much deeper into the game this time, this time six innings. And I think today's game and the outcome and, and the takeaway from Garrett Cole's performance today would look and, and feel a lot better had the Yankees supported him in, I don't know, just – Anyway, I mean, I'm not even talking run support. I'm talking like hit support. I mean, the Yankees didn't get their first hit until there were two outs in the sixth inning. I mean, all you can ask for is that he gave his team a chance to win the game, and he did. And the Yankees couldn't capitalize on it. They couldn't do it. And that, you know, that one hit 
in that sixth inning was by Glaber Torres, who, by the way, legged out a hustle double and then followed it up with almost immediately the heads-up stolen base of third base. It was an outside pitch. Jordan Montgomery, who's very long to the plate, wasn't paying much attention to him. And Arenado was uh, was playing way far off the base. So Torres capitalized on it. He hustled around the bases, put himself 90 feet from home plate in a game that was still close. And then John Carlos Stanton flied out to right field, stranded him, inning over. And man, oh man, how has John Carlos Stanton been struggling? I mean, it's been really bad. He, he on the season. 195 on the season he's hitting. And look at the past seven days. I mean, there's been a little improvement there, but over his last 15 games, it's really ugly. 145 with 18 strikeouts in 15 games. I mean, is is he right? Is he physically okay? Only two home runs in his last 15 games. I mean, talk about guys that needed to step up in Aaron Judge's absence. He is the guy. And he has wilted, he has been a no-show, and he has not met the challenge. It has been a brutal season for Giancarlo Stanton this season. In, in a time where the Yankees needed him most. I mean, there was Torres 90 feet from home. 90 feet away, he put himself there. So good for him. But Stanton, coming up small, man. Time in, or time again, whatever that expression is, I'm never good at them. And I also don't mind Aaron Boone getting tossed in the top of the third inning. I don't mind it. Like, one of those pitches should have been ball four. And guess what? It wasn't. It, it, it took DJ LeMay, who completely out of that at bat. Like, I think the home plate umpire's name was Dan Mertzel. I mean, he was single-handedly trying to stunt the little baby steps, the, the little baby step positive strides that DJ LeMay has made over his last seven games. I mean, home plate umpire was like, nope. Because when, when I look at DJ LeMay, how he's maybe busted out of this, maybe, maybe, he's walked five times in his last 25 at-bats, which is good, which tells me he's actually seeing the ball really well, staying disciplined in the zone, seeing the ball well, and really... That should have been six times, but it wasn't. And you know what? People always say, oh, well, you know, maybe he maybe he showed up the umpire when he started going to first base. No, like, that one pitch wasn't close. And, and there wasn't not one, but two awful calls against DJ LeMahieu in that at-bat. I mean, really. And between me turning off the TV in my house and running out to get into the car to turn on the radio, boom, was gone. Like, that's how fast it was. And I, I don't mind it. I actually like when Boone gets tossed. And and that, that whole thing, that the whole walk, whatever. It, DJ LeMahieu, I think it was ended up being a flyout, but it, it made it a totally different situation. Could have changed the complexion of the game because it was 0-0 at the time. No score. Okay, it was a still 0-0 game. And instead of first and second with one out now, which it should have been, it was now just a runner on first with two outs. That's kind of different. That took a runner completely out of scoring position. And like I said, you don't want to blame anything on the umps. And I'm not blaming the game on the umps. I'm not. But that ball wasn't close. And I don't mind. Don't mind that Aaron Boone gets tossed in, in a situation like that. And about, oh, I, I also wrote down the top of the seventh inning. 
Carlos Mendoza looked up and down the bench, and like Pokemon, he said, I choose you, Billy McKinney. The same Billy McKinney who's hitting .059 over his last seven games. I choose you, Billy McKinney, to pinch hit for Jose Trevino. And and when I dare I, I say it, you had to look past Rizzo. You had to look past even, like I said, dare I say it, Donaldson in that situation. Those two guys were available on the bench. And, and Mendoza's like, you know what, let's go with McKinney. I mean, think about that. The Yankees had a chance in that ninth inning. They did. Uh, not a great one, but they had a chance. That would have put a, a, any any sort of extra inning scenario probably would have put Isaiah Kiner-Falefa into a catching position if the Yankees tied that game. I mean, I would have left Trevino in to begin with, but but that's just me, I guess. Right? So now, you know, and Aaron Boone was asked about it after the game. Aaron Boone said something, I'm paraphrasing here, but something along the lines of like, well, if we got into a better situation later in the game, would have brought in Rizzo. Now that is the same thing, the same mentality, and I know it wasn't Boone on the bench making that decision. It was Carlos Mendoza. But that's the same thing I've criticized Buck Showalter for. Managing for tomorrow when you have the game in front of you today. That wasn't a good move. The Billy McKinney was not a good move. And, and, and you know, also have to give kudos to, to, to Aaron Boone, who navigated the, the, the anomaly that was yesterday. It was, you know, the, the daytime game with the rain delay, the nighttime game with the rain delay, a whole, all thing. It was like 12 hours of Yankee baseball yesterday or more. And and the second game ended up being a, a bullpen-style game, which I'm not crazy about, but Yankees have a good bullpen. Aaron Boone managed him really well. And honestly, he, he set it up beautifully where his pretty much big gun relievers were, were pretty much available to pitch today. So you also had Carlos Mendoza now saying like, all right, let me look up and down this 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 lineup here. Uh, let me put in Cordero. Well, that would have been my first choice, let's be honest. Because you, you, you had, what was it, the seventh inning where he came out? You put Cordero in for Cole in the seventh? My first choice would have been lights out Tommy Canley. He, he, he was probably available. He pitched one inning yesterday. Because this season, when I say lights out, I mean lights out. Like This was a game the Yankees should have won. Lights out Canley this season, 11 and two-thirds, zero runs, scattered four hits, two walks, and 13 strikeouts, 42 batters. I mean, that that's that's a pretty good sample size there. So that's who I would have went with right out of, you know, out of Cole's hands, put it into Canley's hands, and I'll take my chances with him for an inning, possibly two, probably one. Because then you had Ian Hamilton, who probably was available after one inning and 29 pitches yesterday. And then Clay Holmes was probably good for an inning, too. So I'm not really sure where, where the, the, the thought process lies in that. And uh, by the way, the American League infield reserves were just announced. Gleyber Torres, who you know, Aaron Boone was making a case for him earlier today, uh, he is not one of them. It's Bichette, Guerrero Jr., Merrifield, Perez, Ramirez, Rooker, and Rushman. So, no more Yankees other than Cole and Judge looks to be. So, you know. And, and, and man, watching Jordan Montgomery against his old team, the New York Yankees. I'm sitting there, and, and I 
could not help myself but think how Jordan Montgomery would would still be able to hit you know help this Yankees pitching rotation this season. This season. I mean, if there was ever a way to bring him back at or before this season's trade deadline at a good price, I'm not talking break the bank for him, but at a good price, you'd have to think that the woefully, I know they look pretty good against the Yankees, but the woefully underperforming St. Louis Cardinals would be sellers at the deadline. I mean, they're like 10 back out of their division. And and sorry to say it, but the NL wildcard team is 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 not going to come out of the NL Central. And the Cardinals are, are, are not likely to win their division. So are they going to punt? This would be um, something to keep an eye on. Take a look at. Because Jordan Montgomery dominated the Yankees lineup today. I mean, he didn't give up his first hit into the sixth inning, Jordan Montgomery, today. His final line was six and two-thirds. He almost went into the seventh, in fact. Six and two-thirds, two hits, one run, three walks, six strikeouts, 96 pitches. I mean, he induced lots of soft contact, and the Yankees were never really in this game as long as Jordan Montgomery was on the mound. Never really into it. And Montgomery has been the the epitome of stability this season for the Cardinals. Like, for uh, contrast that and compare that and juxtapose, I can never say that word, that against a starting pitching rotation that is anything but stable for the Yankees this season, outside pretty much of Garrett Cole. Whether that be because of injury, I point to Rodon or Cortez in that scenario, or just, you know, flat-out inconsistency. Severino and Herman being the poster child for that. Like, what I like most about Jordan Montgomery is that he averages six innings pitch per outing. And, and, and you know what? I know he just pitched the most unlikely of perfect games, but comparatively, have you seen Domingo Herman's lines? Three innings here, five there, three more there, eight there. Oh, a perfect game, a 10-run inning outing before that. I mean, I would take Montgomery over Mon any day, and maybe that sounds crazy, seeing that as though he just pitched a perfect game earlier this week. But the, I, I think this Yankees starting pitching rotation needs stability. And Jordan Montgomery can, can give them that. And all I'm saying is this. If I were GM of the New York Yankees, Jordan Montgomery would be and is for sure on my radar at this year's trade deadline. So the bottom line Takeaway from today's game, we'll get to your calls at 877-337-6666. The bottom line is the Yankees were just not sharp today. I mean, forget about the fact that, like we just talked about, they didn't notch their first hit until the sixth inning. There were three hits overall. Torres's, Bowers's off the base of the outfield wall, and then there was, I think it was Volpe's seeing eye single in the ninth. But, like, how about... The, how the, the Cardinals scored that huge insurance run in the top of the eighth inning. There was The, the runner broke for third. Agashioka threw it poorly down to DJ LeMahieu at third base. Volpe made a beautiful diving stop as the backup guy. Had a chance at the runner going home. Short hop the throw to Higashioka. Got by him. 5-1 Cardinals. I mean, that's the epitome of this game right then and there. The Yankees tied their season low. Three hits total. And so the uh, the mighty New York Yankees could not capitalize 
on the team that had the second most blown saves in the league today, entering today. The team with the fourth most, fourth worst home record in the sport, and the team that just today won its first series since mid-May. St. Louis Cardinals 5, New York Yankees 1. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.